Today's daf is Babakam Daf Ayin Dalid. We left off on Daf Ayin Gimel Amid Beis at two dots. Again, an abbreviated shear. Let's try to uh, just plow through the daf. So uh, we already had one Machlok Sabai and Rava regarding Edim Zomin. Now we're going to have a second major Machlok Sabai and Rava relating to Edim Zomin. Amar Rava, Edim Shuhuch Shul. The first Machlok was, of course, whether Lemafreya they're puzzle or they're only puzzle Mikamu Lahaba. The fact that we won't accept them as Edim anymore, does that mean that that goes back retroactively to the time they said they're Edus, or is that only Mikamu Lahaba from the time they're Nimsu Zomin? But now we're going to have a different Machlok. Amar Rava, Edim Shuhuch Shul Sof Huzmu. If Edim were hukchash, they first be, were, were not Edim Zomin, they were just contradicted by another set of Edim. And then they became Edim Zomin, meaning and then another set of Edim came and said, Imanu Hayisem, Neheragin. So they are killed like Edim Zomin would get killed, meaning if the issue that they, the Kasha Zomim, that they were trying to do to somebody else, was to kill them, so then these Edim would get killed. The Hachasha Hazamahi. Says Rava, Hakhasha and Azama are not two totally different things, and not two totally different types of psulim. Rather, the Hakhasha is like the first part of Hazama. Hazama is a way to totally destroy an Edus. Hakhasha is the beginning of Hazama. It uh, also ruins the Edus, but not quite as completely as Hazama. So uh, we don't say that once they become Hukhash, they can no longer become Edim Zomin, because Edim Zomin can only happen when you have someone who is otherwise kosher. No, you say it was a process. So, of course, Edim Zomin can only be with someone who is otherwise kosher. But before Hakhasha happened, they were otherwise kosher. It was a process that occurs, that it starts with Hakhasha, and it concludes with Hazama. That's Ravashita. So Rav said, where do I get this idea from that hachashas tchilas hazama and that edim that, that have already been hukchash can become edim zomim? So he says, Tanya, I get it from the following b'risa. B'risa says, Mi'idani bi'ishploni shasima es'ein avdo v'hipilashino sh'arei rav omerkein. A guy, a set of edim come in and say, we are made that this person uh, knocked out his eved's eye and then he knocked out his eved's tooth and the Brysa adds, Sharia Rav Omerkain, it's in the best interest of the Rav, of the Master, to have the Edo said in just that way. That's what Rashi says, the, the Master is very happy with that type of, with that Edo. So the Gemara is going to explain what exactly is the Master so happy about this, saying that he knocked out the guy's eye, then he knocked out the guy's tooth. And then they turn out to be Adam Zomin. They pay the, the value of the eye to the Eved. Now, what we have to keep in mind is that if a master knocks out an Eved's tooth or eye, the Eved goes free. Once the person's a free person, if you knock out anything of his, you have to pay for it, right? Because he's a free man, he's not your Eved anymore. So these guys said that he knocked out his eye. Then his tooth. So Mustama, when they knock out his eye, he should have gone free. And when he f- subsequently knocked out his tooth, you should have to pay the value of a tooth. What we should also keep in mind is that eyes are worth a lot more than teeth. Yes, you have uh, they, they, they have higher function, and uh, they, they, there are fewer of them, so you can't afford them as much. So eyes are worth a, a lot more than, than most people. Eyes are worth a lot more than uh, than teeth, so uh, it's going to be a lot more money. So this guy said that the master knocked out his eye, but don't worry, he doesn't have to pay for that. The Evan went free with that, and he knocked out his tooth, and that's what he's going to have to pay for. And then they turn out to be Zomin, so he said you pay the value of the eye to the Evan. What's the case exactly? If it's just 
as simple as we just said it, the Leka Kasachrina, that there's no other set of witnesses, just this one set, and they just turned out to be Zomimin. Mishalman de Mayayin Leved, you pay the amount of the eye to the Eved. By saying that his eye was knocked out, you, you let him go free. You tried to make him a free man. So why would you have to pay? Meaning, normally we do to you, Kashazamim, what you try to do to somebody else. In terms of the eye, what you tried to do to the master, what you tried to do is have the master set him free with that. So why should you reimburse the Evet for the value of the eye? That doesn't make any sense. Um, so, so, so that's question number one. The ode to make kule Evet the Rav If you have to pay anybody anything, you should have to pay the entire value of the Evet to the Rav because you were found to be Adam Zalman, and really the Evet should never have gone free. And you went and you tried to make it that the master should have to free the Evet. So if you don't have to pay anything, it should be the entire value of the Evet, and you should pay that to the master. Va'od Sharia Rav Harav You think the master's happy with this Edus? What are you doing with this Edus? You're saying that not only does he have to let his Evet free, he also owes him money. That's something the master's going to be happy with? That's certainly nothing to be happy about. So rather you have to say, no, the case is as follows. Two witnesses come and they say that, uh, that the master knocked out the Evet's tooth and then he knocked out his eye. Now, which means, which means that not only is the Evet free from the tooth, but he's, the master is going to have to pay the Evet the value of the eye, the higher value, the value of the eye, because by the time he knocked out his eye, he was already a free man. And then a second set of Adam come, and they say, that no, it was the reverse. The master knocked out the eye, and then he knocked out the tooth. So if anything, the master's only going to have to pay for the tooth. The going to be free, but the master's going to have to pay for the tooth, the lesser value, not for the eye. And then they're all they're going to have to pay for is the value of the tooth. It's hachasha. It's contradictory edus between the first and the second. They both agree that the evet should go free, but they contradict about what the evet should get paid. So all you're going to pay is the lesser amount, the amount of the tooth. And that's what we mean when we say Of course, the Rav is very happy to have a second set of witnesses who are going to say that he's only going to have to pay for a tooth and that he's not going to have to pay for an eye. Meaning he knows there are Vada going to be witnesses that the Evan goes free. That he can't fight anymore. But that there's going to be a set of witnesses now that says he only has to pay the value of a tooth, not the value of an eye. So certainly he's happy with that. The Katani. And then we say, after this second set comes, Vinimsu Zomimin, a third set comes, but, and, and makes Vinimsu Zomimin and makes the middle set, the second set, Edim Zomimin, that set is going to have to pay the value of the eye to the Evet, because that's what they tried to cost him. First set of witnesses said that the master owes the Evet the amount of the eye. Second set of witnesses came along and said, no, he only owes him the amount of the, t- the tooth. So now when the, that second set of witnesses is found to be Zomimin, what are they going to have to pay? They're going to have to pay the value of the eye to the Evid. That's exactly what they tried to cost him. So what do you see? But wait a second. How could they ever become Edim Zomimin? Weren't they already Hukchash? 
when didn't it wasn't it already a trade trade? Didn't you already have two edim against two edim? So you see from here that just because it was edus hakasha doesn't mean it cannot subsequently become edus hazama. Hakasha is hazama. Rava says this is exactly the brisa that is the source of my din that uh, that hazama and hakasha are not two separate uh, independent ideas, but rather hakasha is the beginning of a process which sometimes uh, ends up. In Hazama, and therefore you can become a Zaman even though you're already a you already hukash, you already had a, had a contradictory edus. Says Gemara, I'm Rabbi. Rabbi says, No, it's not right at all. It's not talking about a case of hachasha and Hazama. Lo da afchinu azmina. We're talking about a case where there were only two sets of edim, there weren't three sets of edim, and basically what happened is one set of first set of edim comes and says that. The uh, the 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 uh, the Eved, the the master knocked out the Eved's uh, tooth, uh, the Eved's eye, and then knocked out the tooth. So only has to pay, and they claim that the master only has to pay the, the value of the tooth. Second set of Adam said, "Imanu Yisam, you can't possibly claim to 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 know what you just said because you were with us on that day that you claim it happened. But by the way, we saw it really happened. We happened to have been there when it really happened, and it was the reverse." So it's the same set of witnesses that's being machvish them, it's also being mazim them. Right? It wasn't that they were already Eidus HaChasha before the next set of witnesses who were the Eidus HaZama came along. It's the same guys who were machvish them that were mazim them. That's what Rashi says, I'm not le'abai lo, iduhuch shu'ali de'kashri shona, if the first cast would have contradicted them, shoven kashlishus mazimasan, then the third cast could not come and make them a zomim because they're already a chasha. There is no first cast of witnesses. There's this group, and then there's the guys who make them a zomim. But you ask, shouldn't you have to pay? Shouldn't these guys have to pay the entire value of the Eved to the Rav? No. The day that you're talking about that all this happened, you were with us in a certain place. It was a different day that this whole event occurred. And we also agree that the master has to let the Eved free because he knocked something out of his. But it was the reverse. So everyone's agreeing the Evans going to have to go free. But the Edim have to pay back to the Evans the value of his eye, because that's what they wanted to cost him. They wanted to make it that the Master should only pay him the value of his tooth. Now these witnesses come along and clarify for us that no, it's the value of the eye that we should be, uh, that we should be looking at. And uh, the, uh, the the master obviously would have preferred to uh, to let the Eved go out with his eye and only have to pay him with only have to pay him the value of his teeth. So that's the case. Mimai says, "How do I know that we're talking about a case where the same set of witnesses that's mazim them is also also is machish and switches around the edus?" Because the sefer is talking about a case of mefach vazama. So if the sefer is mefach vazama, the reish is also mefach vazama. How do I know the sefer is mefach vazama? The katani sefer because the sefer says me dano says shploni shepel shein avdo. This he may say no. Shaya eved omer kain that in the sefer you have the edus the edim come and they say we are we testified that this guy knocked out his eved's tooth and then blinded his eye and the eved is obviously very happy with that because now he's going to get the value of his eye not just the value of his tooth. Not not the value of his tooth because he went out free with the tooth. Venimsu zomimin, and then they turn out to be Adam zomimin. Mishalmin may eye in the rav. You pay the value of the eye to the master. Say, what's the case? 
if the uh, the second set of Edim isn't moda that there was any sort of uh, of a foul play from the master to the Evid, he didn't beat him up at all, he didn't knock out anything to make the Evid the Rav, then you should pay the Rav everything, you should pay him the whole value of the Evid, because the Rav didn't even have to let the Evid free, and you came and you said that he knocked out his, uh, his eye, his tooth, which should have let him free, <laughs> and he knocked out his eye, no, the case must be everyone agrees that the master did something that he's going to have to let the other go free for. The issue is what did he do and did the first guys see any of it? That's the issue. The first set of witnesses came and said that master knocked out the tooth and then knocked out the eye and therefore the master has to pay the evidence the value of the eye. Second set of witnesses said no, you were with us on the day that you claim everything happened so you don't know anything and by the way it was the reverse he knocked out the eye first and then he knocked out the tooth. So you just tried to be Mechaev the master to pay for an eye that he was not Chayev to pay for and therefore you have to pay the Demei Ayin to the Rav. That's the case of the Seifa and the only way to explain it apparently is uh, when Avchinu Vazminu. So if the Seifa is the case of Avchinu Vazminu, says Abaye, the Rish is also case, a case of Avchinu Vazminu. There are no three sets of witnesses. There are two sets of witnesses, and that's it. Vehechi dami. Eid kama achri achuri hani basrai. Akati dmeav l'rav ba'yishlum. Wait a second. The second set of witnesses is coming and saying, you didn't see anything because you were with us. We saw what really happened. It was a different date. A later date or an earlier date? Meaning, we saw what really happened, and yes, the Evid goes free because of something that happened. But it happened on a different date. So did it happen on a later date than the original Adam said or an earlier date? What's the case exactly over here? If they're claiming it happened at a later date, then they should still have to pay the entire value of the Eved to the Master because at the time that they say the Eved should have gone free, the Evid should not have gone free. They were taking someone who was totally an Evid at that time and saying that he should have gone free. So they should have to pay the entire value of the Evid. Aye, but the Evid turns out was going to go free anyway a week later when he did get his tooth knocked out. Yeah, but that, they didn't know that at the time. Meaning they're being made at a certain time when he was a total Evid that he should go free. So it must be that the case is that the second set of witnesses are claiming that what they saw occurred was at an earlier date than the claim of the first set of witnesses. That must be the case. If there was no Ahmad Bedin yet, they should still pay the entire value of the Evid to the, to the Master because the guy still wasn't Chayef to free them yet if there was no Hamad Abedin. So obviously this second set of witnesses was trying to get a Master to free an Evid who was still a full-fledged Evid because until there's Hamad Abedin, you can't force him to free anything. El Adam Abedin. case must have been that there was Hamad Abedin already. Where was Rav Medayik exactly? Which part of the Brisa was Rav Medayik from? The idea that Again, Abayi just rejected whatever Rav's diuk was and says that we're not talking about three sets of witnesses. Whatever. But Rav obviously made a diuk somewhere. So where was the diuk from? So up until now, we thought it was from the Reisha, right? Rav said, and he quoted the Reisha, and he said, it's got to be talking about three sets of witnesses. So the Edom were already hukhash by the time they became Edom Zomim. And you see, they could still become Edom Zomim. So is that really true? If it's from the Reisha, Reisha, Mikam is kachshi 
Are the second set of witnesses in the way we, the Rava understood the Reisha, are they even Edus HaChasha? Have they been contradicted? Meaning, are they Edim that are disqualified on account of the fact that they were contradicted? If you think about it, they weren't really. Because what happened? The first set of witnesses said that the Master owes the Eved the value of an eye. The second set of witnesses came along and they said, no, the master only, a, let's say, the value of a knife is $200. second set of witnesses came along and said, no, he only owes him the value of a tooth, which is what? $100, let's say, right? And he goes free, obviously. But then it turns out that they were mazim them and they were machlish them, right? They, they, they were mazim them even though they were already huchash. Says the Gemara, they were already huchash? They weren't already huchash. What are you going to do in that case? When you have four witnesses, two of which, all four of which say the Evid goes free, Two of which say the master owes the other two hundred dollars. The other two says he owes him a hundred dollars. So if it's this hachasha, if the one that says he owes him a hundred dollars have been contradicted, the master shouldn't pay anything. But that's ridiculous. Why wouldn't the master pay anything? Everyone agrees he owes something. So yesh, we have a klal yesh b'chal masayimana that if someone says he owes two hundred dollars, someone else says he owes a hundred dollars. So since everyone agrees he owes a hundred dollars, at least you pay that. And that happens to be what we're going to paskin in that case of paying a hundred dollars prior to them becoming Huzam at least, that the, what we would have passed that he owes him $100, is exactly what this second set of witnesses says. So don't tell me that they're Hukhash already, and then they become Edom Zomin. They weren't really Hukhash. Granted, you have Edom who said something other than what they said, but the, what the first Edom said was only Mosif on what they said. Didn't totally contradict what they said. No, the way Rava analyzes it is as follows. If the Rasha is talking about a case of three sets of witnesses, the Seifa must also be talking about a case of three sets of witnesses. The Diyak me Seifa, and his real Diyak is from the Seifa, because what happens in the Seifa? First two, sets, first two witnesses come and say, he knocked out his tooth, and with that the Eved goes free, and then he knocked out his eyes, so the Master was the Eved, $200. And we pass in the din based on that. Another two witnesses come. That he knocked out his eye and then his tooth. So the second set is the first set. And it's the first set who turned out to be Adam Zomimin. Right? So even after they were, and they were Hukash, because they're the ones that said the master owed the higher amount of money. So we wouldn't have uh, ever made the master pay to himself. They were Hukash already. And then they turn out to be Adam Zomimin. So then the Kamai pays to make eye and the Rav. They pay the amount of the value of the eye to the master, because that's what they tried to cost him unfairly. And if you don't think Hachasha is Tchilas Hazama, why should they have to pay anything? So That's where Rav gets it from, from the Seifa. I understand your motivation in saying that the case of the Reisha is with three sets of Edim, because after all, the Reisha has a phrase, Sharei Rav Omerkein, which implies that the Master is very happy with this Eidos. And you can't tell me that if, there was, if they were the first set of Eidim that ever came along and they said, listen, Mr. Master, you have to free your Evan and pay him money, 
that he would be happy with that. So you have to say that someone had preceded them and had made it even worse for the master, where he's relieved to only have to pay a lesser amount of money. The whole phrase, Shari Rav Omer Kain, implies that there must have been another set of witnesses there. So I understand very well. You want to say that there are three sets of witnesses in the Reisha. Why do you need, uh, why, why would you have to say in the Sif that there are three sets of witnesses? Just because we have phrase, Shari Evan Omer Kain, which implies that the Evan is happy. Just because you're saying that the master only owes the Evid $100, doesn't mean the Evid's not going to be happy. Whenever you come along and say, Evid, look, you get to go free and you get some cash. Of course he's going to be thrilled. He's very happy to go to Cheirus. So Sharia Evid Omer Kane does not mean that there must have been another set of witnesses that made it worse for the Evid. No. Any witness that comes along and says the Evid's going to go free, you, have it, you could say the phrase Sharia Evid Omer Kane. Even if in truth he's really owed a little more money, but bottom line is he's going free and he's happy with that. He's happy to take that. So Sharia Evid Omer Kane works even if there's no third set of witnesses. Masra Abzera. It says, no, maybe it's as follows. Maybe when you knock out an Evid's eye, the Evid goes free with his eye. And when you knock out his tooth, he goes free on account of his tooth. But maybe, maybe when you knock out his eye and tooth, you don't pay him any money. Maybe he just goes free for both the eye and the tooth, together as one unit. So, meaning, presumably, we're talking about where it doesn't happen, Right, that's what the Rishonim say. You don't have to say that it's that, that we're assuming that it's actually that you have, that they came out. They, they both fell out at the exact same moment, and we can identify exactly what that moment was. Now you don't have to say it like that. You could just say that uh, it was with one blow, with one hit. It, it, they could have fallen out at different times, but it was one hit from the master that knocked out both the eye. And the tooth. So uh, the havamin over here is what we're suggesting is maybe he just goes free. You don't have to pay him anything beyond that. Amrabaya lechamakra. Abay says no, no. That's why the pasuk says tachas eno, and we dashin velo tachas eno vishino. The ever goes free for his eye. He does not go only go free for eye and tooth together. Tachashino velo tachashino veino. Same drasha by tachas his tooth. He goes free for his tooth, but not free for his tooth and eye together. We have a price that supports this. If you steal based on two witnesses and then you uh, shecht and sell based on the same two witnesses that saw you do it, and those witnesses turn out to be Adam Zomin, those Adam Zomin are going to have to pay the entire Dalvehe. Isn't the case that we're talking about where those Adam were made that you stole and then they were made that you shechted? And then they became Adam Zomin on the fact that you stole. Someone said, when you said he stole, Imanu Yisem. And then they became Edom Zomin on the Shechita. But wait a second. The second they become Edom Zomin on the Geneva, they have a din of Mutchashin regarding the Tvicha. Because they tried to be Mechaev money based on the Tvicha, but if they didn't know anything about the Geneva, they can't be Mechaev money based on the Tvicha. As far as they know, you're the real owner that shechted it. So they're considered Mutchashin, they're not Zomin on the Tvicha yet, because no one said Imanu Yisem. The Katani but we see that we're still going to do Kasha Zamam to them on the Tvicha also. So you see, why should you pay for the Tvicha? So says, No, maybe the case is that they became Zomin on the Tvicha first. 
And that's, that's why uh, you're going to have to pay the full dollars of hay. Not that they were hukhash on the tzvicha, then they became huzam on the tzvicha. Ubeplukta says the Gemara, just this machlokas this that we've been discussing the whole time, whether hachash hachash or not, happens to be a machlokas of other Amoram as well. Eidim shuhuk shulub sof uzmu, if Eidim become hachasha and then hazama, Rabbi Yochum of Lazar Chalam Neragim Chalam Ein Neragim. One sheet that says they get killed, one says they don't get killed. This time, Rabbi Lazar Damar Ein Neragim. It makes sense, Rabbi Lazar is when it says they don't get killed. Damar Rabbi Lazar, Eidim shuhuku benefesh lokin. They're Eidim that that, that, that are hukhash, that are contradicted in regards to a uh, capital case, get malkus. And if Rabbi Lazar were actually to hold that and they still have the possibility of getting killed, meaning even after they were hukhash, they still have the possibility of getting killed if someone comes and is mazim them, am I lokin? Why should they get malkus when they were hukhash? They're lying could have brought about a Misa Spazdin. Because if they would just become Huzam afterwards, they would have had a Misa Spazdin. And any Lav Shnitzel Asar's Misa Spazdin, you, get, uh, you don't get Malkus for. Kal Lav Shnitzel Asar's Misa Spazdin, ain't Logan a Lav. El Lav Shramir Lazar, who Damar ain't Naragin to Stayim. So you see that it's got to be someone like Rab Lazar who says ain't Naragin. And Rab Lazar is the one that says ain't Naragin. Rab Lazar is the one that says that Achasha is loved Chilas Hazama. And it's Rab Yochman who says Achasha is Chilas Hazama. So Frechting Mar Lokin, why should they get Malkus when I say that? That, that 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 something is true, that and someone else comes and says no, that you lied. Trade training him. My How do you know to believe them over me? Why should I get Malkus and not the other set of witnesses? Why should you rely on them any more than me? So I'm Rabbi, very simple. I said Ruven killed Shimon, and then Shimon walked into court. So they're going to believe the people that said Ruven didn't kill Shimon over the people that said Ruven did kill Shimon when Shimon was really alive. Just one Ha'ara, the Maritzchayis points out, wait a second, how do we know that it's Shimon that walked into court? Maybe it's some other guy that walked into court. Says Maritzchayis, no, because you have thousands of Adim saying, well, we know that's Shimon. But you have two Adim that say that, it's, that Shimon is dead. So isn't it two against Trey Kamea? Isn't it just still Eid Sachasha? Marzchai says, no, Trey Kamea, betray is not Kekolo Olam Kulo. If the whole world is saying that that's Shimon, then two people, two people is not the same as uh, the whole rest of the world. Take a look at Marzchai, that's our Chiddush for the day. Okay.